Now, whether you are an overthinker, whether you're really good at planning but not so good at taking action, maybe you're a procrastinator, a perfectionist, maybe you're really good at making a schedule but not so good at actually sticking to it. Today, we're going to get up close and personal with what is really going on with Joe Bendel, the founder of the Meant for More movement. You're going to love the conversation, so hang around. If you're an ambitious business owner ready to think big, rewrite your own rules and take action to skyrocket your business know-how, your profit, your cash flow, and most importantly, your free time, then this is the podcast for you. You're listening to the Simply Smarter Numbers podcast, and I'm your host, Jen Waterson. I'm a business profit coach helping business owners just like you make more profit and take back their time. So hit subscribe now and let's dive in. So welcome to the podcast, Joe Bendel. Thank you, thank you. I'm very excited to see what we uh, what we chat about today. <laughs> I know it's going to be a bit of fun. I'm looking forward to having the conversation. I've got to admit, I've actually been off the interview sort of circuit for a little while and just been doing sort of my own podcasting. And you're actually the first one, Joe, in a long line of people. I've got some really great great guests lined up over the coming weeks, but it's going to be so nice to just sit down and have a chat with another businesswoman. So tell us about yourself, Joe. Tell us about your business and that beautiful accent. Where's it come from? (laughs) So I am from the UK, um, but I had, uh, well, I've been in business for eight years, eight and a half years, will be nine years soon. (laughs) Um, And I just had like um, a lot of a lot of dreams for myself when I was in the UK around wanting more and always kind of looking around and thinking, is this it? Is this it? And um, wondering why I wasn't okay with like normal, like everyone else. And it just, it just kind of like ended up being this whole journey of like, right, I had a big dream. I want to work for myself. I want to travel the world. I want my business to be like completely location independent and, and set off on this big vision, uh, on this big mission. And so now I actually live in Spain, in the South of Spain, in the South of Spain, I spent three years just completely nomadic traveling the world with my laptop which is why now I have this beautiful international audience all around the world um which is amazing amazing but yeah what I do is I'm a coach and mentor for women in business generally it is I'm the founder of the meant for more movement so that is really about hey what what kind of what process did I put myself through to be able to achieve like some pretty massive dreams and that's really what all the work is that I do with my clients is all around this meant for more. We really, really focus on productivity and mindset because as women, we're really good at getting in our own way. <laughs> we are. It's so true. It's really true. And that's what we're here to talk about today is the productivity side of things. So I actually think of myself as a real sort of queen of getting stuff done. It's like some sort of magical skill that I seem to have. But I still find myself getting caught up a little too often in the whole procrastination thing. And I guess 
that's where you can probably give us a bit of a hand today and a bit of a bit of an idea as to why do we do that to ourselves, Joe? Why do we procrastinate? You know, I don't I personally don't leave things to the last minute, but I know a lot of people do. But why do we do that? Why do we yeah, procrastinate? I think you're in the minority, yeah. <laughs> that you don't yeah. leave things are not okay. So this is the whole thing. Like my business, I was always a productivity coach for quite a few years and every time and I I was never really passionate about productivity tools but I'm very passionate about productivity for a purpose like what like why do I need to be able to get more done well because I've got these big dreams and like these big goals so productivity has always been like the vehicle for me and every time I work with clients and like full disclosure from my own journey is the productivity tools to, are just not the thing, right? I, I watch so many clients. Well, you know, we've all done it. We've all read all the productivity books. We buy all the planners and we're like, we still, we're, there's still something that's not clicking. And we're like, oh my gosh, why can't I be more productive? And I, yeah, I just, it doesn't uh, seem to matter how much you know about yeah. it. It doesn't matter. You can talk about the, um, the detail of it and you can read as many books as you want. Yeah. But it doesn't always make the difference. It's not the tools. And that's the thing. That's what I learned. And so now when I talk to, um, you know, any of the work I do, we don't start with the productivity. It's like that's actually just really one piece of it because Mm. it doesn't matter how many tools you've got if you're, you know, if you're procrastinating or you're stuck in perfectionism or maybe you're someone that's not very good at making decisions or you create a schedule for yourself but you don't stick to it. Like all of these things that are going on, they're happening for a reason, and the tools won't pull you out of that. And um, and so we we so I what I call it is playing small. So I basically say I help women in business to stop playing small and really like claim that more that they know they're you know that they know they're meant for. And playing small will be different for all of us, and you might not resonate with that. But if you're someone that's got maybe you overthink a lot, or you've got loads of ideas great at planning but not taking action like all of this stuff like we the surface problem is oh my gosh I don't have enough time but actually that is just our mind protecting us what's really going on there is with all the things that are going on that happen for a reason basically if we just like peel it all back is there's fear there's fear involved or it's set you know it's a, a form of protection so that is important to put out there before we start talking about productivity tools because otherwise nothing changes. And I think that's yeah. the difference now. It's like whenever anyone says about productivity, I'm like, right, my approach is very, very different because I have watched myself and my clients be like, oh, I've tried to use the tools and I, I don't do it. So yeah. it's like, yeah. And you're right. It, it's it. a big fallback, isn't it? That mm. whole, I just don't have enough time. I just yeah. don't have enough time. Yeah. I mean, how many times have we all said that ourselves? You know, I'm guilty of it myself that um, we talk about it all the time. You know, yeah. I don't have enough time. It comes up with myself and my husband in even just like our daily lives. I just didn't have time. I don't have time. But, you know, is it a case of am I just not making time or is it really, is it that mindset thing? Yeah, the thing is, it's, you know, like, you know, when we've got that, most of us, like, you walk around, like, how are you? I'm really busy. I'm really busy. It's like, this is not, that doesn't, this isn't a useful, um, you know, way of doing it. What, okay, this is the the main thing that we'll talk about is that when you get involved in things like productivity, it's really confronting. So the first thing I say to any of my clients or anyone that comes into my world is like, this work is confronting because what it's asking you to do is get up close and personal with, What's really going on and what's really going on is 
yeah, you don't have time because we're not getting, because you've got to say no to a lot of things to say yes to what really matters. But yeah. if we say doing, one one example would be, we're so busy, we don't have time, we've got all these things. If you picked one thing and you went all in on it, what might happen? Well, then we freak out because it's like, well, what if I fail and people judge me because, or what if I succeed and I have even less time or I'm a bad mum and, and so we don't pick one thing. We have we spread ourselves thin across all the things. That's just one example of how we. Yeah, it's almost like yeah. an excuse, isn't it? It's mm. it it gives us the opportunity to have an excuse for why something didn't work because yeah. Yeah. we didn't have time because so, we didn't make the time. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, it's it, the thing is, we have only got we've all got the same amount of time, right? And mm. we've all got it. It's just this thing around, we can't we can't do it all. We can do anything, but we can't do everything. And mm. the, the the fear is around if we pick something. Like how many of us have really, really just gone all in? Like I, I really invite everyone to like stop, take a couple of breaths and be like, how am I really going all in on? Let's just say it's the business. Like am I really going all in on my business? And that would mean having to set have different thoughts have different habits say no to things that actually feels uncomfortable um you know it it's there's so much more going on and we and it, all it is is about self-awareness if we can create some awareness around ah oh, this is a pattern that I'm doing to keep myself safe then mm. you start being able to be like okay well this is the thing that really I'm re- I'm resisting doing this thing that's probably the thing that is got the most fear around it because it means the most to you. Mm. Um, and then, you know, like if we can start looking at all that, it, it suddenly becomes all that stuff doesn't have quite as much power then. And we're able to then start using the tools to work for us. So how do we identify that in ourselves? Is it the simple fact that we are we know whether or not we're procrastinating. We know whether or not, or we perhaps suspect that we're suffering from perfectionism. We perhaps can hear ourselves saying, I don't have enough time. How do we really go about identifying the issue at hand? And then what would you suggest is kind of the first step of getting some level of clarity around the problem and sort of starting to step out of it? Yeah, I think one of the big things that we can really, what what we want to do is get awareness, like get the awareness. So how do you need Mm. to do that? It's going to look different for everyone. But maybe if we think from a practical perspective, one of the one of the tools that has been so game changing for me is just having a weekly review with myself. Every Friday, I sit down and I step into like CEO of Joe. And I review like what what worked this week, what didn't work, like what did I like I set myself a goal, did I show up for it? Why not? What's going like I'm really using that as this as this time to get the awareness and I like, also celebrating. I showed up this week mm. um and, and getting clear, right? Get giving myself focus. So you want to start you wanna start reviewing. Like really, even if it's five minutes at the end of every day, like what did I start celebrating really like what you did do instead of being like what you didn't do, but also asking yourself, okay, because we actually, if we stop, we really do know. But what happens is we don't stop because we don't want to know, right? Because it's confronting. Yeah. What's happening is we're not showing up for what we say we want. And that is really uncomfortable to look at. So first thing is, is like, yeah, how can you like 
find some time, even if it's in the shower, like this is when I stop and I really address like, am I, am I just keeping, am I literally just showing up for a to-do list? Or am I being intentional about what I want to focus on and where I'm heading? So I guess it would be, I'm going to, should I just going to zoom out and tell you a bit more about like the meant for more framework? Because for me, there are three really big things that I just keep doing on repeat. It doesn't matter how many times my business and I like up level, I still need to keep going back to these three things. There'll be one of them that will be, or maybe two of them that will be quite weak. So first, and then there's no specific order. But I'll just say, like, to start with, when we think about productivity, it doesn't work if we haven't got, like, you can't rely on motivation. So I would say, like, one of the big things that massively helped me achieve some big goals for myself was that I had a big vision. I had a vision to start with. So when I first started the business, it was that I wanted to travel with it. Um, And so I showed up differently because I was very clear where I was heading. So if you don't know where you're going, you know, like, there's a... There's a really great Alice in Wonderland quote, and it's like, if you don't know where you're going, like any road is going to get you nowhere, basically, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So having this North Star, now that for me is what I would say is my inner driver. Now, it might just be that instead of it being a big vision of like, hey, I want to pay off my mortgage or, um, you know, travel more, whatever the thing is, have four-day weeks, be there for the kids, all that stuff. It might just be like this month my internal driver is so there'll be something and I really invite people to think about like what hours do I actually want to work because most people start a business they want to work less right we end up working more working harder earning less so being really honest like actually I want to work three days a week or I want to work three hours a day or like right have this vision this thing this is your inner driver this is your north star this is the thing that you're like this is your why like every morning this is why this is what I'm doing so like having mm. some kind of vision that lights a fire in you, it can be big, it can be small, it doesn't have to, you know, like it doesn't have to be the thing, depends what really motivates you. Then the next part of the the um, framework is like mindset. So I, I say like, you're the problem. We already know we're all, we're the only thing that's stopping us or getting in our own way. And the most empowering part of that is we're also the solution. So I love this because I know I'm, there's nothing external that I need. I have just got to work. I need to manage my thoughts. It's that self-management. I need to. It's not time management. It's self-management. We hear it all the time. It's true. My thoughts mm. will determine how I feel, which will determine what action I take, which will determine where I get to. Um, and so I, um, a big kind of piece of the puzzle, which I have to intentionally do every day, is who do I choose to be today? Like what version of me shows up and like makes me proud, like shows up in a way. So that means that, yeah, she doesn't sit scrolling and she's very, very clear. Mm. These are three things I need to do today. She takes breaks. Like all of those, you know, like if I start showing up. And if you know that vision, if you've got that vision clear in your mind and the people around you also have. Um, have bought into that vision. I call it the big picture plan, you know, and it's yes. and it's such a big thing to be able to marry up what you're doing in business on a day-to-day basis with your life and your lifestyle and where you want to take it. So if you can get the people that are around you, whether it's a team that you've got working with you, whether it's, whether it's uh, your family, your spouse, whoever it is, your friends, your the people that you, your colleagues, 
if people around you also have a level of buy-in on that vision or that big picture plan, then it makes yeah. it that much easier, doesn't it, to stick at it and just Make kind it of real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And powerful. then that then that mindset, I guess it's all about that, you know, it's one thing to have that plan, but it's another thing to like keep it at the front of your mind, but without it being yeah, it's tough because you're right. It's not about the motivation. No, you can't rely on that. Doesn't that? Yeah, it's not. It's not yeah, but you can. Yeah, you can rely on the the feeling of that vision. And and our job mm. is, and this is what we don't do. This is what I mean about it being confronting. Because like, oh, I don't do this. I know I should do this, but I don't do it. It's like five minutes every day, sitting with the version of you who has already achieved that vision, and asking yeah. her, like, really tapping into that energy. What would she do today? What would be different specifically? What would she do differently that got her yeah. to where she is? You're just game changing. Mm, yeah. Um, and and like, are you literally having that conversation with yourself? You know, when you say at the end of the week, right. you're talking to the CEO version of yourself, you know, is this a literal conversation where you're sitting down with yourself and, and you know, analyzing the week that you've been that has been and just saying, you know, what did work? What didn't yes. work? Why didn't it work? Is it that type of thing? Absolutely. It's like literally having this weekly date with yourself that you show up for. Maybe you light a candle, like do whatever, go to your favorite coffee shop, whatever it is, like make it a beautiful ritual. And I take, so when I talk about that version of me in the future, you know, we say like future self or inner mentor or whatever. Mine is called the real Joe. And as soon as I say, the real Joe. I sat, I stand up, I sit up taller. I have like mm. she has completely different energy. She gets, she does, she thinks differently. She's, you know, like she doesn't get stuck in indecision or stories mm. about, you know, what what's happening. And um, because she's got this inner driver inside of her that she can rely on, it's her north star. And that might change. It doesn't even, you know, like, this is the thing as well. It's that there's something that will be driving me at the moment, and. So yeah, I absolutely will will take the real Joe to that meeting every week. For me, it would be I would journal. I have like sort of five kind of steps that we go through, and it's like might be the journal. Also, I manage my like to do list and my plans and my goals in Asana, which is like project management tool. So then I will also yeah. get into Asana and I'll be right. What do I want to be celebrating in seven days' time? So whilst we do have like an idea of where we're trying to get the business to, I on a weekly and monthly and daily basis, we'll come back to what's the thing right now? Like what's just the next step? So removing, having the, using the, the vision as the drive, like that, the reason that I show up and work through the mm. resistance, but then being really practical every week. What's my, what is the goal for the next seven days that will take me a step closer, that will make me proud, that will also set future Joe up for success like I honestly spend so much of my time high-fiving past Joe because what she did to create <laughs> so that I'm enjoying what I'm enjoying you know yeah I guess that's the thing it's like we can easily sit there and criticize ourselves and say oh that didn't work and I should have done this differently and I should have done that differently but you're right we kind of also need to celebrate the yes. things that did work well and the things that you did follow through with and the things that you did have a level of success with well, I think if you get to the end of the week, especially mums, right, who've got businesses, we know, and in fact, every all women will get to the end of the week and all our mind will be focused on is what we didn't do. And yeah. does that really set us up for success for the next week? No. Whereas if you stop and you celebrate, yeah, I know there's this, that and the other, but look what I did achieve. 
I took, I went for a walk every day. I, I work, I, you know, acknowledge the things that you did do. I, I, um, I think that that is what builds momentum because yeah. you know, we're just, oh my gosh, it's, it's such an underrated productivity tool. And I, I say, I know that this is way more like mindset stuff and we can get practical, but without this kind of context and like foundational thing of like, oh, that's what's going on. You know, then, mm. then it makes, it makes it a different game to show up for some structure or routine or, you know, like a system, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love how you say that we are the problem, but we're also the solution. That's really quite powerful. I think if we can start to really appreciate the strength behind that, that particular sentence. I Mm. think it's so empowering because it really is like it's down to me and like what better way is like we I have a choice and this is why you need your your you know like that that inner drive that vision because if if it's the thing that lights you up you're going to be like okay who do I choose who do I need to be and it isn't about anything other than who do I need to be so one of my favorite favorite quotes when I talk about productivity is people do not decide their futures they decide their habits and their habits decide their future so yeah. like, uh, it's so true. Our daily habits will determine what happens next or where we go. And and that that's the thing we need to look at. Are you happy and, you know, like with the current habits that you've got on a daily basis? Do you, you know, does the morning start in a way that sets you up for success? Are you choosing to be that version of you who shows up for what what's important to her? Um, and then the other side around the productivity conversation is I started by saying to you, you know, productivity for me, I'm not excited by all the the nerdy tools, but I'm excited by what getting productive brings us. So productivity for a purpose. And yeah. most people I talk to, probably because this is me, is that I my biggest value when I started my business was freedom. And of course, I created I created a whole lot of time freedom for myself, but I didn't have financial freedom because I wasn't nailing this. And mm. and that's when I, you know, got really clear about, you know, we're basically saying, I don't want, I don't really want structure and routine. It feels too restrictive. I like to be, you know, in more flow. And I, I get it because I was that version until I realized, well, actually freedom comes through discipline. Like the more structure I have, when I take time off, it's guilt free. I don't need to be thinking like, oh, I should be working because it's Yeah, all you get that weight on your shoulders sometimes, yeah. you know, I should have done this and I should have done that. And I really, you know, I need to get back um, a little bit earlier from my weekend away so that I can just reply yeah. to those couple of emails and all of this sort of insignificant stuff. But we let those insignificant things start to weigh us down. I And I guess it's because we haven't had that discipline in the week to get yeah. the important things done that really can allow us to sit back and enjoy the freedom. Yeah, and the reason that we're the reason we're doing this, um, and the, the, what I'm most passionate about, because that's how what, what you know like what I wanted to create was a business that would support my lifestyle goals, not the other way around. So if I wanted to work four days a week my business needed to be able to support that it doesn't need to be like okay well one day that will be the goal or when I wanted to travel Mm. you know and so again 
all of these little little mindset shifts and stories and things that are going on are what will help you show up differently from the productive point of view. And and actually, I do really want to honor or you know acknowledge that where we are right now, I, I'm not the most productive person I know. Like that's that's really important to share because it isn't just about that. There's so many other things. But I even I have a system so. I, I have habits because habits are the thing that really matter. Monthly habits that I do. So I always stop and do monthly planning, monthly reviewing. I have weekly habits. I have daily habits. And these are all my productivity, like my system that supports me. And it literally holds me up when maybe I go into, you know, like when we're up, when we're stepping up into maybe a bigger game in the business and we get self-doubt and my productivity system is like literally what supports me. But even now, a year into a global pandemic, and I am not the product, as productive as I was a year ago. And I think it's really oh, isn't that interesting? We are fatigued, right? We are fatigued, mm. even if things are okay for us. Yeah, yeah, it is, and it's an interesting. Um, it's interesting that you've thought to bring that up now because we were saying beforehand. You know, we're we're literally at the time of recording, we're literally twelve months into when it really started to sort of hit home in a lot of major countries around the world. Um, and just this week, the podcast that I've released this week is kind of something that I was. So obviously, this was kind of on my mind as well, and I've kind of called it the business hangover. And we we're kind of at that point where it feels like it's a little bit of a hangover of the past 12 months. The past 12 months is kind of, it's Mm. brought us, almost brought us down and changed what we were doing previously, but not just necessarily what we're doing in our businesses to make money, but it's changed our habits and our, our habits are just perhaps never going to be the same. Well, yeah, (coughs) excuse me. Yeah. Because like you think about people that have had to do homeschooling, like everything changed. Like everything, life as we knew it changed. Even, you know, like I, I always have to, I feel like we're having this conversation about, oh yeah, but things aren't that bad for me. Hey, like there is a massive, like energetic thing going on. Like even, like I'm fine. I live in Spain. We've got blue skies. I can walk to the sea. Mm. I still can't see my family. You know, these things are, you know, are having a, a an impact on us. And so can we stop beating ourselves up for not being, productive or not being you know as healthy as or whatever the thing is for you and mm. and just acknowledge that and be a bit like kind and okay what's one thing I can do if we focus on what we can control what's one thing I can do um so so then like or, I don't know how practical you you, you want to get with like productivity tools but just thinking about the habits and if it, it and if it is about our habits, because we want it to become easy. Again, we're not relying on motivation. We're relying on habits, like these yeah. unconscious things that we just show up for because we've created them as a thing. We've attached them to why. And then um, so I, when I think about my daily and weekly habits, like have that weekly that weekly date with myself, which when I don't do, the following week I don't feel as calm. I don't feel as in control. You know, it really is such a powerful I, I, how would I not do it when I know how much it 
feels, how much it impacts yeah. the following week. And that's because you've created the habit around yeah. exactly that, having those, you know, meetings with yourself and you've created that habit. And I guess it'd be almost like those, you know, those people I'm going to say <laughs> that go yeah. to the gym all the time and they yes. work out regularly. The minute they stop doing that, they get all antsy, you know, they need that sort yeah. of, they need to get out and, and do that do what they do it's their habit oh I tell you what you talking about the gym is reminding me of something I love um like this kind of philosophy of like when we it's actually from Stephen Pressfield and he's written some very good books around resistance and turning pro and stuff so if you think about how you're showing up at the moment there is the we think about our muscles so I'm thinking about like just think about your biceps like on your left arm is hey, if I'm like working that one, that's the one that's going to get stronger. Or if I'm working the right one, that one's going to get stronger. Now think that um, the the left one is you building the amateur version of you. So that's, you know, like that's the person who doesn't have habits, just kind of like has a long to-do list, sits down at the desk for eight hours and just like, you know, head down, goes for it, checks email constantly. We're building the amateur muscle. Or the pro muscle is the version of you and that's when I say about that 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 the real Joe or that future self version of you that's the pro muscle I want to build that muscle so she has a system for showing up for her goals and the things that matter she's she has a mindset practice that she works on and and I'm not perfect at any of these you don't even need to be perfect and none of them need to take a lot of time but if I'm constantly building that muscle like that's the one. It's like I'm showing up as the pro version of me, which means, um, you know, I can move forward. So I, yeah, also, I love that. That's a great, yeah. a great way of thinking of it because building up that amateur muscle. You're right. It's like yeah. yes, I need to get, I need to uh, respond to all of my emails. I need to yeah. take care of all of the blah blah to do things like the the to do list. We can, that could be endless. But yeah. Is it I mean, point, is, does it have a point? You know, you don't no. want a to-do list that is completely pointless because, yeah, I love that. You're building up that sort of amateur you. But yeah, what it's so powerful. It that, yeah, what do you think about yeah. um, we shouldn't be sat working from a long to-do list. That is not an effective way to, to work no. through things. We've got to, mm. we have to, like, focus on less. We have to get really, it's very uncomfortable and confronting to say that this is the priority, not this is the thing that's shouting the loudest or urgent. Because we're, again, we're showing up for a vision for ourselves that really, really means something. And that's that's uncomfortable. Um, and the other thing is we don't need to have lots and lots of habits. If you have a, a few simple ones that really support you, for instance, we have the weekly date of ourselves. Maybe in the, in the morning, you have a morning routine that does set you up, lets you step into that next level version of you, you know, that identity shift shift of like, who do I need to be? Spend five minutes with her in the morning, set yourself up. This is who I am today. End the day with a little end of day review. It can be five minutes where you're, okay, what, what, what did I achieve today? Like celebrate that. And then what are the three things that I'm going to do tomorrow so that when I start work tomorrow, I don't have to think, okay, what shall I do next? We like start your day, end your day. The the bit in the middle will will su- support itself if you're having these beautiful little habits that are short and sweet but powerful. Yeah, um, and never. And you're right; they are they they are short and sweet. Yeah, and and I like the um the three habits, the three sorry, the three most important sort Connection. of things that you need. Yeah, to, yeah, that you want to get done for the day. It reminds me of. Um, 
years ago in the business that we still own, we have a, a, another business, which is an accounting firm that my husband runs. And we started years and years ago with our team. Our team would literally write down, have a sweet as little notebook and write down the three things that they were intending to get done for the day. Now, this was never to be a to-do list. It's not about the to-do list. It's about choosing the top three things that they absolutely must do in their day today and prioritize them. There was a one and a two and a three, and we would announce it to everybody in a a very short stand-up sort of meeting. And People, I found like we we got this going years ago, and as far as I know today, because I now don't I don't work in that business now, but the team is still doing it. It is a habit. It's mm-hmm. a habit that they have got, which is to write down those top three most important actions that they really need to get done. It's so it's a brilliant. It's such a powerful thing. So, you know, I think part of the problem is our minds are so so full. I would say the best thing that you could gift yourself right now if you are if you're struggling is to remove as many decisions as possible from your day and your week which is again why the weekly review is great because you're clear right this is the goal for the next 7 days and I and maybe you're also going to be like this is my working blocks these are the times when I'm working on these things and then you're removing decisions you just know next week right Monday for 90 minutes at 10am I'm working on this and yeah. so remove, remove, remove decisions because that's that that is such a time suck. Um, but yeah, like right. Imagine- and even just those three, having those three most yeah. important actions sitting there, staring at you yeah. throughout the day, there is no decision. It's no decision no. about. Well, I need to. I, I'm just going to go and check my emails. Well, I'm just going to also- go and jump on and post something on Instagram. <laughs> you know, if if you don't need to be doing that stuff, and that is not your most important actions, well, there's no thinking about it. You're just going to jump from priority one to priority two to priority three well yeah but this is what's brilliant about this isn't it is that some people won't and then they get to look and be like why am I avoiding this yeah um and that's where you know that's just when you're like hey you're the problem and you're the solution because you get to decide well actually it's not a priority it shouldn't be here or I'm scared because this is going to make me be more visible which might make um me have Mm -hmm. less time for the kids or you know like they will be attached to a story so that is why I'm my biggest Such a good point. Yeah. My biggest, biggest thing is let's just take action. Because when we take action, we learn so much. We either just get on and do it, we move to the next thing, we next or we learn it was the wrong thing, or it didn't feel or I've got fear, or and so action is the thing. We've just got to put ourselves into action because that will bring clarity, it will bring confidence, it will bring, you know, like the next step. It's so it's so brilliant. So going back to the three MIAs, that is uh, most important actions, is one of the tools. <clears throat> Imagine if for one week you sat, you, you did your end of day review and you're like, these are my three MIAs for tomorrow. When you start work, you do them. <laughs> Imagine if you did that for seven days, the difference. It's, it yeah. seems like it's simple, but your job is to get the awareness of like, oh, I still resisted doing them. And, and is it is it a case, Joe, of saying, okay, um, at having that end of week review with yourself and having those three most important actions that you were going to do um, every day throughout the week, having that review at the end of the week, looking back and saying, 
okay, I took action on some of those. I took action on most of those, but does it then give you an opportunity to analyze the ones that I didn't take action on and then start looking at why? Yeah. I mean, this is exact. that's the most important thing. I always say it doesn't matter whether you achieve your goals or not, because on the process, in the process of trying and working towards them, you're going to learn so much stuff about yourself, what matters to you. And that is, that is really how we create the, the goals. Yeah. It's not about mm. achieving it. So yeah, this is about reviewing. The most important thing is around the reviewing of like, why didn't I? So there might be a big reality check that's needed. You're beating yourself up at the end of every week. But actually, when you stop and you do your review, you're like, I have got mini projects on my, they're not little small actions. Each one is a mini project. And I don't actually have enough time available for that. So I'm not even setting myself up for success. Like that's, that is going to be the reality for a lot of people. Yeah, no, it's great. I think it's it's such great advice too. So it's really about sort of if we can sum it up. Yeah, I, I would say that um, if something isn't working, it's usually a mindset issue. Like we've got a story yeah. attached to it. And so we have to stop and get the awareness. And actually, another, I, I do love a quote to, to get a point across. And I, Brendan Bashard says, high performance, self-monitor more than underperformers. And again, it's true. Like, oh, that's stop. good. Yeah, really good. If you don't know what's going on and why you're feeling stressed out or overwhelmed, then you you can't change it. So, mm. yeah. So for me, it's like having this gorgeous north star, this vision that lights me up, that is my inner inner motivator. Knowing the mindset matters. So, what do I need to do to be? Who do I need to be? Who do I? What, you know, like what makes me proud when I'm showing up? And then these habits, stopping, reviewing, and and making it bite-sized, the less, make it easy for yourself. Yeah, have your three MIAs. Set, do a morning routine that sets you up. End your day so that you set tomorrow up. And then do this gorgeous weekly review and learn because it is all about the self-awareness, action and getting awareness from it. I love it. I'm definitely going to start doing this little self review. I'm mm. going to, I, I'm actually looking forward to planning yeah. what it's going to look like, the conversation I'm going to have with myself, yeah. where it's going to happen. Yeah, that's really good advice. And I think that's going to be a great place for a lot of people to start. Yeah. And it's just like also really just like if it needs to be, because um, I normally say, okay, I'm just going to pull back what I'm trying to say. Just make it a really nice ritual. Instead of this like yeah. heavy thing of like, I've got to find time to review. It will save you so much time the following week by just taking this time out, right? And But make it something that's a joy to turn up for. I'm celebrating myself for the last seven days. And then the process is, um, you know, you're, and you'll make it. You'll, you'll make it your own. But there's lots of different questions and journaling questions you can ask yourself. Like have, have like maybe three different things that you're going to go through to reflect on and to make sure that you celebrate. <laughs> Love it. Such great advice. So glad I've had you on the podcast. It's been a great conversation. Where can people find you, Jo? Um, yeah, I think the best place is probably um, on Instagram is where I'm most active. So it's jo underscore Bendel. Or my website is joebendel.com. And um, yeah, come and come and start a conversation with me because I, I love having these conversations. You know, it's brilliant, brilliant for us to just yeah, really look at, oh my God, like stop beating ourselves up and be like, this is normal and what can I do about it, you know? <laughs> yeah, it is. Such great conversations. 
I am looking forward to, yeah, following where it is you go in the future with your business because mm. I feel as though there's a lot more coming your way. Yes, I, I really feel it too. It's like this whole meant for more movement is like starting yeah. to really gain traction and people are like, yes, I feel that, I feel that and um yeah, I'm yeah, excited. And something you said right at the very start was kind of resonated with me is you said, is this it? You know, mm-hmm. when you're sitting, a, when you're in a position in your business or life even, at some point it's really worthwhile sitting back and saying, is this it? You know, it's the question mark and not in a negative way, but no. like is there something more perhaps? Yeah. And maybe really, that's a really great positive. place to start positive yeah. way of like you know am I how does this feel and what's next what else is possible and surrounding yourself with the people that have conversations that pull you forwards yeah, yeah. beautiful love it well thanks so much for coming on the podcast joe i will um have all of your details in the show notes for anybody that wants to follow up and start one of those conversa- conversations with joe wherever you are in the world thanks so much for tuning in and thanks for coming on the podcast joe thanks for having me thank you for joining me for this episode of simply smarter numbers If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe so you automatically get new shows every week. And I'd love to hear from you. Come and join the conversation online. You'll find Simply Smarter Numbers on Instagram, Facebook, and more. Just head to simplysmarternumbers.com and you'll find all that you need there. Simply Smarter Numbers is dedicated to you getting the results that you deserve in your business. And I'm honored that you tuned in.